What is up, everyone? It is your boy, The Tank. It's Wednesday at noon, and I am here to talk to you about college and NFL football for the next hour on Weagle 91.1 FM. Let's not waste any time and get on with the show. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to Tank Talks Football here. We go down to 1.1 FM. It is Thursday at 1, and I am yet again joined by Harrison Tarr for, I believe, the what week in a row at this point? A bunch. Is, is my mic hot? <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, cool. Yeah, a bunch. And on my diagonal view over here, behind the screen that I will move eventually, is Mr. Jake Gonzalez, host of the Hardwood Scoop Hoop, whatever. Whatever you want to call it. Just depends on the day. We just talk basketball. We talk about the hardwood hoop, and we give it a nice little scoop. I meant to ask, who was your historical hooper yesterday? It was was Lyndon B. Johnson. Lyndon B. Johnson. Yes, sir. Ah. And if you you didn't get the chance to listen to the show yesterday, Wednesday, 1 o'clock, you can go find it on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcast. It's the hardwood hoop. Find out whether or not he was a historical hooper. And also, don't forget, if you have two hours to spare tomorrow from 11 to 1, you can listen to TNT in the morning. Without Harrison Tarr tomorrow, actually. Uh, without Mr. Tarr. He has to make his weekly appearance somehow on Legal. And it happens yeah, to be not, on my show. I did it on Jake's show. You did it on mine, too. Yeah, that's <laughs> very not, true. You're not special. You're just next. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here watching Chucky at this point. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm here. Wait, what are Is we Ty Ty playing? Yeah, it's Ty Ty <laughs> playing on this podcast. Ty Ty's not on the show today, so this show is going to be negated. Yeah, this this game is oh, null. Dang. <laughs> but we're going to start. I thought of the offseason is kind of boring. Nothing's happening. So I was like, you know what? Let's make some time killers on this show. So I have a few start bench cuts to decide from. Auburn Legends dot 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 kind of edition. <laughs> <laughs> the kind of is definitely a very big kind of. It's the kind of for me. It's, yeah. Yeah, for the fourth one. But start off, I'm going to start off with the, everyone's favorite position. Here at Auburn, the running back position. I'm not going to have Bo Jackson because we all know That's where unfair. Bo Jackson would rate. Exactly. But I have Cadillac Williams, Trey Mason, and Carry On Johnson. Start bench cut? Yep. I got this. Uh, start Cadillac, bench Carry On, cut Trey Mason. Retweet. Yep. I, <laughs> the, That's easy, the easiest that one the I've ever heard. So the, the perks, so far the perks down, of. All of us thinking the same way because we talk a lot about all the stuff. Yes, together. here at the College Loop Incorporated, we incorpor- encourage group <laughs> group think. You know, we just like to loop it around and <laughs> give right. us a nice scoop. You know, <laughs> should we call it the College Loop Unincorporated? <laughs> <laughs> great idea that never happened. <laughs> yeah, the greatest thing that never happened in Auburn, Alabama. Anyways, go on. Yeah, truly. Uh, well, if you want to talk about it a little bit. Cadillac, you get for the speed, carry on, you get for utility, and then Trey is just a smaller version of Cadillac. I mean, Cadillac is just one of the all-time greatest running just backs different. that come through Auburn yeah, University. Carry on, I mean, he's fantastic, not only for his ability to run the ball, but also in the passing game. If he could have stayed healthy, he would have had a fantastic NFL career. I would like to say that Cadillac and carry on would split touches on that field. By the they way, would, for sure. Yes. Because running back room is a little different, obviously, than than what we're talking about here, but you're able to keep carry on healthy an entire season. You've got that lethal backfield. I mean, like you might throw the ball 12 times a game. I don't see it. The only person you're throwing to on that team anyways is carry on. So it's like, yeah, just receiving back. <laughs> Especially this for like next year's Auburn, this, up, this upcoming Auburn team. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. 
Uh, let's move on to wide receiver because that's our favorite position we have on the Auburn roster. Oh, yes. Let's go. Uh, I took out Terry Beasley because, of course, of his course. number is retired, so it would be really easy just to start him. Uh, but I got Ryan Davis, Seth Williams, and Darius Slayton. How did Sammy Coates not make this list? Yeah. I thought about it, but I figured Darius Slayton would probably be more of a discussion. Okay, me. that's fair. Read them the back to me again. Ryan Davis, Seth Williams, Darius Slayton. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start Ryan Davis. I'm going to bench Seth Williams. I'm going to cut Darius Slayton. I'm going to start... Seth Williams, I'm going to bench Darius Slayton. I'm going to cut Ryan Davis. I'm going to I'm going with the start, Seth Williams, benching Ryan Davis, and I'm going to cut Darius Slayton. Okay. Okay. All very different. Yeah. My my logic for I like I like Darius Slayton's route running ability. He finds really good ways to get open. He's doing it at the high at the highest level right now. Um he's I guess wide receiver two behind Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Well, and I mean, really, he's right receiver one there because Galladay didn't get the pel- the ball thrown to him. Yeah, then it gets me with Slayton in the NFL. He is a very, very bad case of the drops. Yeah, he's also just a deep threat with the Giants, and that's about all he is. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I like I like I like his upside a lot, and what he did at Auburn speaks for itself. Uh, obviously, Davis is yeah. We uh, Auburn doesn't like benching f- folks named Davis around here. You could be like a one star and probably play as long as your last name is Davis. He does. He does lead the Auburn all time in. Uh, You're forgetting about Demetrius Davis. Uh, he would like to have a word with you. <laughs> Demetrius Davis would like to have a word. Yeah, my thing difference between me, Ryan Davis and Darius Slayton to me is I think they match each other in the speed category, but Ryan Davis's ability to be shifty and he has I trust his hands a whole lot more than I do Darius Slayton's. Uh, uh, Dar- Ryan Davis, I think, was the all time receptions leader. He is in Auburn history. Which is the reason why I started him. Um, also, his ability in the slot has been, I mean, he's been the best slot receiver among the three, obviously. Yes, Because Seth Williams doesn't go in the slot. But I just, I think Ryan Davis's route running ability, I don't think he gives up on plays. That's the biggest heart for me with uh, Seth Williams. I think I've seen Seth Williams give up too many times on plays way too early in a route. Um, so that's why I'm going to bench him. But he still has unbelievable talent. I mentioned that you left out Sammy Coates. Also, Will Hastings. Will Hastings. He would. He would be my immediate start. <laughs> yeah. On this list. Honestly, though, Will Hastings was an elite slot receiver. He was. He was. Before like, the ACL tear, of course. He was a great kicker too. <laughs> <laughs> I I would like to say that I am I am a firm member of the Will Hastings fan club. Dude, I have a video of him my senior year of high school. I came down for a day, and I just asked him on video. What are Saturdays for? And he looked and goes, for the boys, duh. And I was like, you're now my favorite player of all time. <laughs> uh, I used to call him, back in high school, I had a nickname for him. I called him White Lightning. I think a lot of people called yeah. him White Lightning. Really? Dude's unbelievably quick. Yeah. Great, great footwork. Found ways to get it open despite the frame. Had fantastic hands. Really, really good it hands. tells you how well Auburn isn't recruiting kickers. We got a kicker who can run a 4-4-40. Yeah, yeah literally. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was a fun honorable mention. And obviously, Sammy Coates was a monster. And... Pittsburgh cut him prematurely. One thing that always got me about Sammy Coates is the fact that dude had stones for hands except for when we needed a big play. Yeah. Dude would drop a screen but catch a, a Hail Mary in triple coverage. Hear me out, though. If the NFL did not have – if the NFL was operating when Sammy Coates came into the league uh, under the same parameters that they operate right now with uh, mar- testing for marijuana, Sammy Coates would have been had a much longer NFL career. <laughs> Actually, I mean that's what that was his problem. He kept getting suspended. Yeah, uh, he, he was actually a pretty good receiver in at the at the highest level. 
and really could have contributed somewhere if they didn't have those restrictions in place. And I think he was using hemp oil. I don't think he was even yeah. smoking marijuana. Yeah. So uh, he could have been in Deontay Johnson shoes right now. Yeah, true. Fred, you didn't Is he better about... than Deontay Johnson? Di- no. De- oh my God, I can't speak. <laughs> I, I'm honestly, I'm gonna give up. I'm not gonna say his name. I can't think of his name. Fred, you didn't say uh, Ricardo Lewis is a potential. No. <laughs> no. What do you mean, man? The prayer Jordan Hare. That's that's his literally, that's exactly his that's his only claim to fame. Exactly. Sal Canelo would like a word. I did, I remember we'll one thing. We'll talk about him at the last block of the show. <laughs> don't. Don't make me talk talk about him anymore than Shedrick I have to. Jackson. <laughs> All right, moving on to the last series Demetrius one I have Robinson. listed. Defensive tackle. I have three huge names from the Auburn history. Nick Fairley, Tracy Rocker, and Derek Brown. Okay, the starts are given. I'm starting Derek Brown. I know that's that's Yes, I can agree with that. But now I'm I'm baffled. Now I'm 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 stuck. Yeah, who do you cut? I, I can tell you right now, I'm starting Derek Brown, I'm benching Tracy Rocker, and I'm cutting Nick Fairley. I think I'm in that same boat. Yeah, I can agree with that. Because I think with Nick Fairley, it's a character issue. I'm not even character. I just think Tracy Rocker was a better defensive tackle. I agree. Than... Objectively. Nick Fairley was a menace, though. Oh, he was. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, I still he, think Tracy Rocker was. the only that defense didn't rank like last in college football that year. <laughs> He was the only player on that defense, but I think the fact of how bad the rest of that defense was, it made him look that much better. Was 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 he better than Marlon Davidson? Nick Fairley? <sighs> that's a good question. That's I mean I'm seeing me. No, it's it's a legitimate question. I, I think that's actually a very solid I'm not question. taking anything away from Nick Fairley. Oh, Nick Fairley did fantastic I, in in that twenty ten season. I'm just saying I don't think he's better than Marlon Davidson. I don't think that Marlon Davidson is better. Than, I think they're very, very, very close. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Marlon, he almost got better once he shifted to the outside. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, think, I obviously, if you put them in both in that defensive tackle position, I think Fairley's better. But if you obviously are comparing Marlon Davidson and versatility, because Marlon yeah. can play inside or outside. Yeah. yeah. It didn't. It didn't hurt that obviously he had Derek Brown. Derek Brown on the other side of that line, but he was a menace, man. Yeah, he yeah. was. I would put Marlon on for like an edge rusher one. And let's not forget that he picked off Tom Brady. Yeah. And took it to the house. Hey, he has a pick six in the NFL. Hey, thick six. It's yes. a thick six, baby. Uh, edge rusher-wise, I thought about a few. I couldn't think of a third one. I was going to have Carl Lawson and Marlon Davidson on that. Uh, Jeff. Uh, I thought about Jeff Holland, but Jeff Holland, yeah. one year did not warrant Since they mud, right? Since they mud. Yeah, dude, dude he was he, a beast. He was nasty that one year. Though. I loved the bow. I hate that yeah. he never he never made it with uh, Denver. He, he he honestly drafted or yeah, he, got he got drafted. Signed. He got drafted there. I think it was, was Cincinnati. No, no, that was Deshaun, da- Deshaun Davis. Deshaun Davis got drafted by Cincinnati and then got. It caught. was a great phone call to make. I interviewed him like last week. That was funny. Played yeah. basketball against him at the rec once. I have, yeah. Deshaun Davis. Oh yeah, he yammed on me. It was quite a time. I was there. I yeah, you were there. Yeah, I got dunked uh, on. No one got it on video. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> man. And he post he put me on a post. And, and may, it also may or may not have been after he was no longer a student at Auburn. Yeah, it, it absolutely, it was. <laughs> so he was at the wreck technically, just chilling. Yeah, yeah. assume you don't want an active player just at the wreck, just like. Oh no! Potentially, getting... I saw I saw Jarquez. Uh, yeah, Jarquez hoops all the time. Yeah. Anders Jarqu- and Nick Brahms are out there. Jarquez. <laughs> I wish I would have seen that. Jarquez. No, is one you were player there. I do not want to meet in the paint. I got to be honest. Jarquez scares the crap out of me in the paint. Jarquez scares me with the ball. 
<laughs> Char Quest scares me. <laughs> like, it's, uh, athletically scares yeah. the crap out of me. <laughs> well, for the last three minutes of this segment that killed a lot of time, which I was really hoping for with this very boring offseason, Sandler verse. What? Who do you want to build your football team around? Bobby Boucher from The Waterboy or Paul Crew from The Longest Yard? Joke's on you. They're the same person. They're the same person, but they play different positions. I don't Paul, know why we have to restrict this to the Sandler verse because I'm building my team around Shane Falco. For the <laughs> theme, Tar, I can do this next week with you. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, Mama said take Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher, you're going to... I would have to defense? go with Bobby Boucher as well. Not only because he can play defense, but also he can be an offensive weapon as well. But Paul Krug did make it to the NFL. Yeah, but, he had a career. Okay, but did he win the Bourbon Bowl? But that, does he know when that, 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 that that's some high-quality H2O? He did win the uh, the Prison Bowl. Though. I forgot what they called it. It doesn't he matter. Sing, he put that team on his back. No. I got to go with Paul Krug. He did not. Paul Krug, no. He, no. put, he did put that team on his back. What are you talking about? No, it was did the. Watch the movie. It it was the old Heisman guy. He did what he needed to do. I can't remember his name in the movie, but the the dude that was the like the sixty year old Heisman winner from Oklahoma. Well, yeah, but I mean, he won him that game. He's not winning that. He made the game winning play, but the well, rest then, of the game I, exactly. Sandler football movies are funny, but they're not even the best. Like they're not even in the top five for football oh, movies. Not at all. Waterboy is up there, man. Dude, the Blind Side. Blind side's overrated. Number. All right, go to commercial. That's a take. <laughs> I gotta say, that's stuff a I take. On public radio. <laughs> that's a take. No, I'm gonna use this next minute as like my shield. <laughs> the Blind Side, dude, it ruined Michael Orr's life. Remember the Titans? They remember the Titans. I will say it's one. The replacements are better than both of the yeah. both of those football movies. Hmm? I haven't seen it. Once you see it, you'll understand. Agreed. Rudy's better than both of those. Rudy is a fantastic movie. I'm a classic Notre Dame hater, so I don't know. Oh, I am too. Don't get me wrong, but Rudy is still a great movie. <laughs> I mean, we can't forget about the new Rudy, Sean Payton movie Rudy. with, with uh, Kevin Home James. Team. Home, Home Team. That yeah. movie is so cringy. It's, it's hilarious. hilarious. I need to watch Rob Schneider's appearance in yes. that with <laughs> Sean Payton's ex-wife. <laughs> and I was telling Billy Ferris earlier, I was like, you haven't seen the movie yet? Okay, well, when you watch it, it's a Happy Madison production, and you're sitting there the entire movie waiting for the David Spade scene, and it never comes. You're also waiting for Adam Sandler to show up. Yeah, you're waiting for the Sandman to just be, like, in the stands. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen if one of those guys. Taylor Lautner? He's in the movie? Yeah, he is. Yes. As who? He's the head coach He's of head coach Sean of Payton's uh, son's football team. You're, oh I, my I, dude. God. The best, the best part is Sean Payton himself makes an appearance at the end as a janitor. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, I'm going to go to commercial to get, I'm assuming, berated. <laughs> we'll be right back. Correct. Welcome back to the second block of Tank Talks Football. I just got berated by Mr. Harrison Tarr for my... Horrific take. I don't know about horrific take. That I'd the blind side's a bad movie? That's a horrific it's, take. It's a take. It's horrific. It's take. It is the worst take I've ever heard in my life. No, That's not true. I, had, I don't know. I just want to I say that. I just walked in. So. I had an undisclosed individual tell me yesterday that that Kentucky was going to lose by 13. To who? They played Bama yesterday, right? No, they played uh, uh, LSU, LSU last LSU, night. LSU, yeah, yeah, that's right. So an undisclosed individual said that LSU was going to go into Rupp Arena and beat Kentucky by 13. That might be the most horrific take I've heard all week. Yeah, that... that it was. It looked like that for a second in the first half. I can't lie. Until it wasn't. Until Kentucky got up by 13 and only won by four. Yeah. All right, I'll move it to more news-centric stuff. 
Uh, Auburn moves Eric Kisau. Kisau. Kisau promotes him to offensive coordinator. He acted as wide receivers coach throughout most of the year after the firing of Cornelius Williams. And in walks Ike Hilliard from the Pittsburgh Steelers as the new wide receivers coach. And I know Tar has some opinions about that. I mean, it's just a lateral move, uh, in my opinion, uh, for for Auburn. I don't I don't think it's a huge upgrade. Oh no! The, the, that's what I was saying. Not for not for. I, was, I, I thought about for Hilliard. I was about to say, oof. No, it's a step down. Yeah. Um, but I think that did he get run? Do we ever decide was he run out of Pittsburgh? Uh, they did not renew his contract. They did not renew. So he wasn't yeah. fired. He just wasn't renewed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he didn't really have the opportunity to stay with Pittsburgh. Which I mean, now that we know who all Pittsburgh's going after on staff, especially with the addition of Flores, that doesn't surprise many people. I think that we'll see a little bit of a shakeup. Uh, up uh, up up north in the Berg, if you will, with the Yenzers. But I think this is a good hire for Auburn. Uh, right now the staff is complete for Harson. How long that stays like that, who knows? <laughs> uh, you, you, you do get concerned, right? Yes. Because yeah, – Every right to be concerned right now. Uh, and beyond the parameters of, of recruiting and on-field results, staff retention is a blaring problem right now. I think that none of us looked in our crystal ball and expected, you know, Mike Bobo to be a two-year offensive coordinator at Auburn. Oh, not at all. No. One-year rental. Figured it was a one-year rental. Derek Mason leaving was her, uh, if you're an Auburn fan, it was a nightmare, uh, for lack of a better term. Because by the end of the season, I, I was skeptic at the beginning of the season. By the end of the season, I was like, okay, I can kind of see the vision now with the Auburn defense. Uh, th- this hiring, is, is it's a good fit, especially since <laughs> – Auburn needs help in the wide receiver department in the worst way. Yeah. I mean, they could and take I, literally anybody. Yeah. I think I could probably – He might be his, the best receiver on the roster. His, <laughs> his resume speaks for itself with what he did for Agreed. every team. He's part of that Brandon Marshall rookie year in Miami. He's turned Deontay Johnson into an all-pro receiver. You guys both saw Clemente's tweet about the list of receivers he's worked with. I mean, they speak for themselves. Yeah. yeah. But also – I mean that that in itself can be a recruiting pitch as to absolutely taking like n- not all pro receivers and making them all pro receivers. Obviously, when when it, when is the late signing period? Late April, right? I think so. Mid-late. I mean, I, I you got to think that there's at least one or two transfers, especially in that wide receiver department. Well, Auburn's got a boatload of scholarships that they can give out in the transfer portal. They've got what? I think they're at a net negative twelve right now. Yeah. How many did they sign on uh, signing day? Actual ten. signing day? On, on, on national early signing period. <laughs> signed 10 on the early signing period? I think so. And lost 19 players? Yeah. So they're at minus nine for player retention, which means they've got at least nine scholarships to give from departed players and plus whatever they'd already allocated to give out to more players incoming uh, signees. So you would think that those nine guys, I mean, you would think you'd want to hit the transfer portal hard. Oh, they have to at this point, for especially for the wide receiver, well, specifically for the wide receiver position. And the offensive line position. And offensive line. But that's always going to be an easy Quarterback. <laughs> I mean, we have, what, seven quarterbacks on the roster? What's another 39. one? 39. What's another one at this point? No less than 50 quarterbacks. <laughs> I mean, Jaden Daniels is still is in the transfer portal. JT Dan or Jaden Daniels. J- is in the transfer portal. JT Daniels is rotting away in the transfer portal right now. Which is funny. Which is very funny. Should have never left USC. Well, Jackson Dart. Fight on. 
Oh, well, I say Jackson Dart. Uh, Keaton Slovis would have been his backup then, who is now with the Pitt Panthers. Jackson Dart is now with, with the, the Ole Miss. Hotty Toddy Rebel Bear Black Bears. Caleb Williams is now the starting quarterback for the USC Trojans. Yet another one. They won the transfer portal with that, by without the way. A, without a doubt. I mean, you thought they didn't win the transfer portal? LSU may, would make a push Good for, point. It's like, up there. Because, I mean, they went ham on the portal as well. Also, LSU could probably, could quite, quite possibly finish second in the West this year. So there's that. Um, I want to say on the note, I know this is your show, um, Dill, but I want to. our show at this point. I, w- I want to get your take My on this. My name's just on it. How big is this for Auburn football to promote Trevon Reed um, to, to, to the position that he's, he's now the director of recruiting? It just lets me know that we ain't done yet. <laughs> I mean, there's that. But <laughs> no, but he's a fantastic recruiter. What a, he's a great what recruiter. a perfect fit. Yeah. yeah, fantastic recruiter. Auburn alumni played for Auburn for four years. Wasn't Believes someone, in Auburn and loves it. Yeah, wasn't someone trying to get him to be our wide receivers coach? Like someone on Twitter did, or something. He did make a switch to wide receiver at one point and then switched to cornerback. So I thought he switched to DB from wide receiver. Yeah, so I mean, he knows how to play wide receiver. He can play DB. Like whatever you need him to do, he can. Evidently, he's role. a really good recruiter. Yeah, yeah. D- apparently, I would have. Did he, wait, didn't he have like two interceptions in the NFL? One of them was almost a pick six from yeah. Cam Newton. Yes. That was him. Quick for the Chargers. <laughs> barn on barn crime. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've i never been so mad yet. You know what? I'm okay with this at the same time. But uh, yeah, I, I, that that's another important, important transaction, for lack of a better term, within the Auburn program. I don't think that it went, it, it gained the notoriety that it probably should. People were excited. Auburn fans were excited justifiably, but at the in the same token, this is just such a perfect fit. Now you know that Trevon Reed's going to be out on every recruiting trip. It's not a question. Like he should be. As I think Harson quickly figured out a huge valuable asset. I think Harson figured that out by accident too. Yeah. Um, I think that that's that's a big part to building what you you have to be a good recruiting class next year. Yeah. 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 Huh. Make your do or die. Really. And if nothing else, I mean, Trevon Reed will be on those visits for transfer portal targets as well. I mean, he he should be going on every trip, basically. Well, now I mean, we now we now we know he will be. Well, I know, but I mean, like he should be anyways, because once again, Auburn former Auburn player, graduated from Auburn, played in the NFL. Dude believes in Auburn. He loves Auburn. He really knows how to spread the message of what Auburn's all about and what it can do for him because he's lived the personal experience of that. And the fact that he stuck through all the crap that has happened in the past you know, two, three, four weeks within the program speaks volumes for his belief that this, uh, this is the, it, it is possible to win at Auburn again. Exactly. Well, to keep going with the news subject, uh, moving on from the <laughs> SEC to the CUSA, we talked about last week. With how the CUSA was suing those three teams, one of them is retaliating. The Marshall Thundering Herd is suing the CUSA for trying to delay their departure to the Sun Belt? Yes, Sun Belt. Fun Belt, actually. Fun Belt, of course. Fun Belt Conference. I had to make sure. Since the CUSA got stripped, I don't know where everyone's going. (laughs) It's hard to keep up. Is the CUSA going to exist? Are they going to exist still? They can find a way. I feel like they have enough traction. They can get some FCS teams moving around. They could steal from Mountain West if they wanted to, really. Do they want to pull from the Mountain West? Because they might spread their conference out so much. That'd be fun. They're already spread, but I mean, like... Nothing's worse than the Big 12 now. 
Good point. Yeah, Big 12 st- stretches from West Virginia to San- as far south as as, as Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then as far west as wherever or TC what's further west TCU Baylor Texas Is Tech. Waco further west than I have no clue. My Texas geography. I don't I don't know Texas geography. I know where Texas is at. I don't know where it's inside. Big Texas. state. It's a big state. <laughs> really big state. It's you, some, somewhere can... somewhere over yonder, you know. Yeah. Third biggest state in the United States, right? Or second biggest? I believe Number one's Alaska. Yeah. Without a doubt. I th- I think it's it's either two or three. I know it's it, either California, California or Texas. and Texas are really close in size. But yeah, Marshall but I, I thundering I lo- back. I just gotta say on that. Like all, all in terms of like conferences being spread out, I think the SEC has done well in terms of keeping it relatively close. There's yes. not as much travel for these teams, which could be a big factor come late to the getting season. Missouri really helped that because if without getting Missouri, we'd be like, why are we getting Oklahoma? I want to. Exactly. I want to know if the if Marshall's played more SEC teams than the Sun Belt, because if so, then they have the upper hand in this lawsuit because they know the grit and grind of an SEC schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, as someone who has, who has family in West Virginia. <laughs> I, 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 I can't I don't even know what to, to say anymore. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to ignore it at this point. I want the Marshall West Virginia rivalry back. So I want them in the Big Twelve because I just that that rivalry is so huge in West Virginia and they just never play. Run it back. Said that West Virginia West Virginia. Bring, bring back the Auburn yeah, bring they back hate each other. They hate each other. Bring back the Auburn Georgia Tech rivalry. Yes. 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 <laughs> Yo, both of them is soda now. <laughs> okay, That's I already paid you back for that Powerade. That's um, true. Uh, another, f- I've uh, got a half finished Coca Cola deal. <laughs> <laughs> no, the next three minutes I'm on top of this, some Miami news. Uh, Miami has been they just hired Charlie Strong as their co defensive coordinator. You'll be joining Kevin Someone. I'm Y'all see that. the someone? <laughs> great hire. Good hire. Yeah, great hire. I just see someone compared Cristobal as like the next Nick Saban, and I was like, this is laughable. You know what's funny? That was my next topic. <laughs> <laughs> National <laughs> analyst says that Cristobal is a threat to Saban in recruiting. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. No, I'm sure Nick Saban's shaking in his boots. He's shaking his hands so hard with those nine rings he has. Yeah, just, just a little. Seven rings. <laughs> I, I think Cristobal can bring back to you. I don't think he can't. I don't think he's a Saban. I, pick, I don't think he's a Saban, but I he can bring Miami back to I pick Miami to win the ACC next year. <laughs> but comparing him so, comparing anyone to Saban is laughable. Bri- Brian Harson is a Nick Saban. You heard it here first. <laughs> having a having the same personality as Nick Saban is a little different than having <laughs> the same success as Nick Saban. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I think I think people who have coached under Bill Belichick know that very well. I. That's <laughs> what we're gonna do. I. <laughs> yeah, no, that was laughable to me. I don't understand why anyone you cannot Nick Saban's the goat. I mean, it's that simple. Like he's the best to ever do it. He's and it's crazy because a lot of for a while we were like, is he going to be the best coach in the history of Alabama football? Now it's 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 not really a question he's the best coach in the history of college football. Some could say in the history of football in general. He he has an argument for You that. see it's it's tough to compare different levels. Yeah. It is. Because Bill Belichick is probably the greatest coach in the history of the NFL. The NFL. Winning is winning, though. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. No, it, I'm, g- good argument. I just it's hard to compare. Yeah, I know you hate this thing because you got into it with somebody in class about esports the other day. But apples to oranges, almost. It's almost like. See, I'm okay with that as long as you're using it properly. <laughs> Not saying esports aren't a sport because it's a sport. 
Yeah, that was some that's essentially what that. someone said in our class. Esports e- e- isn't a sport; it's a mental sport. Okay, so you said so it's, it's a, a sport. sport. Yeah, but in this case, comparing the NFL to the collegiate level, it's it's the biggest thing for me. The difference is recruiting. Yeah. Um, because in the NFL, you can you can work trade offers, and you have to manage players and personalities, but you don't have to recruit. So that's my yeah. two pieces on two cents on that. We're going to go to a quick break. We come back. We're going to talk about some hi- more hires that have happened over the past He's week. He's back. <laughs> we'll be right back. Sorry about that. I got distracted by something on Twitter. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, apparently, a former Carolina Panthers legend might be on campus right now. I, I do have an inside scoop on that one. Uh, Luke Keekley may or may not be talking to some people on the football team today. One of them was in my last class that I left early to be on this. That's cool. He was also leaving early to go to that talk. So That's sick. Uh, well, isn't he a scouter on the Panthers? I don't know. He's within the Panthers organization still. He should be. In some capacity. It brings me to two things. Is he talking to the Kobe? That would, that would make sense. Or is he talking about joining the staff? Not joining the staff. He's definitely not joining the staff. <laughs> I know. I'm just. Um, he's talking to like. Went to my mind he's Panthers. talking with somebody in the equipment department to like I guess to the equipment department and then people on the team as well. The Kobe McLean will be my user in Madden 23. Throwing it out there. <laughs> he's my user in Madden 22. Thank you, updated <laughs> rosters. <laughs> Uh, but to keep going with the, some more hires that we've gotten over this past offseason. Hello, boys. He's back. We're going to not talk about that one just yet. Dang it. I'm so excited. He's back. But one that's almost as meme-esque, uh, Denard Robinson has been hired by Michigan as a yes. assistant player. Yes, player. sir. <laughs> if you know Denard Robinson, you and if you don't know Denard Robinson, you probably do if you've played in Bay 14. He is the Michigan player on the cover the last cover because star. I said it to Bark, and he thought I was talking about the uh, former quarterback, uh, who uh, Devin Gardner, who wore ninety-eight. Yeah. Honestly, Michigan has had the most wild quarterbacks. Yes, I love it. I love it too, but like all of them have been like, you know, everyone makes fun of Lamar Jackson for him being a running back. Every one of those Michigan quarterbacks were all running backs. Yeah, I mean, Michigan produced the number one pick in the USFL draft. That That's course. huge. Hmm. Massive. Yeah, big for their program. Big for Jim Harbaugh. And big I'm for Jim Harbaugh. Going throughout the news that Tar only number one pick he's ever had. Way to talk about. Art Bryles is back in college football. Hugh Jackson, former Cleveland Browns coach, now head coach of Grambling State, has hired Art Bryles to be his offensive coordinator. What a squad. Um Dude, who can they hire as defense coordinator? The NFL reject and the NCAA reject get together. They are almost an Urban Meyer away from the Holy Trinity. Or unholy what? Trinity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let me, let me preface this by saying I do not condone anything Art Browse has ever done. No. As as a person. And it is – I mean, he, he, is, he is not a good person. We, we know this. This is no. a statement of fact what he did at Baylor. On the flip side – if there's one thing we've learned from college football specifically, you win ball games, nobody cares about your personality as long as you're not, you know, murdering people. Brian Kelly would like a word. Yeah, that's true. You got a good point. We're not getting into that. We talked about that earlier today, actually, in yeah. class. But <laughs> Art Bryles being back in the game of college football means that Art, Art Bryles is going to get another head coaching job somewhere. More than likely. More yeah. than likely. And some Sunbelt team or some MAC team, Conference USA team, Mountain West team is going to hire Art Bryles in the next three years. I'll go ahead and say it. 
Uh, he's now he's Mississippi State, right? I'm not make, making this up. No, Wait, uh, Southern Miss, right? Grambling. Grambling, excuse me. My apologies. Same, they were in the same division at some point. I believe so. Yeah. Grambling State. Um, wow, man, that's going to be fun. Grambling and Jacksonville State playing each other. I mean, that's going to be awesome, first oh, off. Yeah. Um, in the SWAC, right? Yes. Uh, once it gets below the group of five, I, it's kind of hard. I understand to, what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but They'll kind of like run together. He'll have the offense clicking there at Grambling, no doubt. And yeah. Grambling's like a powerhouse. Some it? some group of five school is going to take a chance on Art Bryles and win like eleven games and go to a New Year's Six, and he's going to wind up on staff somewhere. Yeah, uh, I think it's a good hire for for them because I mean objectively good. Objectively, hire. because we know how great an offensive mind that he it was at Baylor. Brilliant, and we know how great his son is too. I mean, yeah, Kendall rocks. It's unfortunate for Kendall that he has to live with the reality that he's going to always kind of have his his reputation tarnished by what his dad did yeah. at Baylor. I think Kendall's going to be a candidate in the next couple coaching carousels. Oh, he's a head coach in waiting. Uh, it, it, yeah, for sure. Somewhere. Yeah. And uh, it would not surprise me if uh, both of the Bryles have a head coaching job by, I'll say, 2025. A lot of things we have to wait till 2025 for, especially w- one thing being the CFP expansion. That's wild. It's, why, why wouldn't we just expand it? Just expand it. It'd make it so much easier on everyone's lives if you made if you made it. Whoever wins the national championship deserve it. I I can not see, saying Georgia didn't deserve it this year. I can see both sides of the CFP argument. Yeah, I I really can. And at first, when they mentioned a six-team playoff, right? Or was it a ten-team? Eight. Eight. Might have been eight. eight. It no, was like eight. No, eight, no. Whatever number you want to imagine it, 12? it being, it, eight. it was that. Twelve eight, was the one that gained traction. Yeah, eight. Because yeah. eight got overlooked for whatever reason. Which I mean, I it, it doesn't matter. I, I think understand. Eight would have been perfect. I I, I agree with eight. Uh, at the in the same token, I do also really understand the argument that all of our semifinal games are not close. There have been a couple times in the past couple years where I've sat there and looked. There's been one time. One time that's close. Oklahoma, Georgia. Yeah, that was yeah. a beautiful ball game. Great game. Oh, Great and game. Clemson, Ohio State. Twice out of how many games? It started this in 2016, right? Six times, tw- uh, six times four is 24. Like tw- 24 games. games. So that's, you know, one out of 12 games is close. Yep. I understand that argument. And there have been times in my ever since the BCS was eliminated where I've, I've thought to myself, and I've, I've, I've even talked to you all about it, Maybe the BCS wasn't the worst formatting because usually the BCS gets it right, with the exception of this year, Michigan would have been in the championship. Yes. But in, the, in that same regard, I, I do think that it is kind of absurd that the committee has made it clear that they want to expand, not want to expand, they're going to cave outside of pre- uh, pressure and expand, but they don't want to do it right now. It, it, is, it is concerning. Yeah. To the fact for as as a you know fan of the game, I don't know if that change is ever going to happen. And if I do, I, if it does, I don't know what that looks like. And I I'm I'm just not confident that they won't come up with with whatever the worst possible platform is to implement. Well, I what, one thing I think they're trying to do instead of trying to cave to that outside pressure is you can say, oh, we can't do it now. Like we're going to push it back to whatever date that is. I can't remember what's it four years or five years from now. It's in 2025 is when yeah. the contract ends. The thing so, is- 
So they're trying to, I think they might be trying to do is delay that. So maybe the buzz around this whole expansion thing dies off a little bit. I was, I was that way they don't something. have to worry about it. And maybe when it comes back to time, it's like, oh, we've looked at it. Like we've done research over these past four years, three years, whatever it is. And we just think that the four team system is the best. Yeah, the big thing and they is, can build an argument for that basically that entire time. There's always going to be complaints about whatever they pick. Exactly. The BCS, everyone complains about who is three and four. CFP comes out, everyone's complaining about why you're five or six. You do a 12 team, people are going to be complaining about the 13, 14. Yeah. It's going to keep going on. And we can't and do a March Madness for football. We cannot. Why not? Too many injuries. You got a good point. <laughs> I'm down. But like. At that point, it just comes down to depth. And yeah. <laughs> Bama, Georgia. Would still win. Every year. Uh, but just. You know what? Let's go to the NFL for a little bit. Okay. We've, all right. Um, tank talks football. Got to make it all football. Right. Let's NFL. And, you know, what they love with the NFL is the drama. It's hilarious. And the leading actor for the drama that is the NFL offseason is Aaron Rodgers. Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Put, put a little Instagram post up thanking everyone in his life, even his ex-girlfriend for some reason. Fiance. Ex-fiance because he called it off. What is it was he, weird, man. What like is he I don't. Doing? I don't know what he's doing. Is he retiring? Is he leaving the Packers? What, what is he doing? I don't think there's a world where Aaron Rodgers is wearing a Packers jersey next year. Oh, not at all. No I mean, the, the Packers don't have any cap space. They can't rebuild the team that they have. He doesn't want to be a part of a rebuild. I mean, he's he, gone. To be fair, I don't. I think he's entitled to not be part of a rebuild. Oh, of course he's not. Um, but in the same token, there are places everyone's manifesting him going to Denver. I personally think that'd be a good fit for him, and I agree. But like. And at the same time, how much, how, how much room for growth is there for Aaron Rodgers? I mean, he's going to be as good as he is right now until he retires. I, I'd, I'd agree with that. But in the same token, is there a team that's looking for a quarterback that really is going to give him a better chance than what he had in Green Bay? Tampa Bay. I'm, I'm listening. I mean, he's just, maybe. Tampa, Tampa Bay, would I think, would be the most perfect spot for him. Just considering the team is already set up to win there. He doesn't need to be there. He's not expected to be the guy that's going to have to carry it for seven years. The team's built to win now. Is he willing to go walk in the shadow of Tom Brady? That's a personal question. What if he went there and made them a million times better and said, look, I'm this much better than Tom Brady? But, but I mean, we all, I think I'm we, just saying. Everybody at this table agrees Tom Brady's the best quarterback of all time. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if you, can go, if you can go and take. Retired too young. If you can work, if you can get there for two years or three years at Tampa, and you can, I mean, you would think with the team that they already have, the wide receivers, the running backs, the defense that they have. I will say, I think Bruce Arians came out and said something about letting he's going to try or at least let Blaine Gabbert get his opportunity. I mean, that's coach that's talk. a that's a waste. That's yeah. a waste. I got to be honest, that's a waste. You're, this team is built to win now. You're not going to waste that opportunity. They would do better the, the, to go try to get Jameis back than to let Blaine Gabbert take, take You might as well, at that point, if you're going to let Blaine Gabbert do it, just let try Kyle Trask go. Yeah, let you him work through it. Spend a second-round pick on a quarterback. Let him work through it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, it's, it's curious to me, though, because San Francisco could work, I think. Go back to Cali. Yeah, go back to the, to the roots. Uh Pittsburgh, maybe. I don't. I mean, I, I'd like to think that it would work, but I don't know if it would. I don't think it would. And how serious are him and Devontae Adams about playing together next year? That's a whole nother level. I don't know if the Steelers would be a great – great. Uh, it'd be – I think he'd work very well for Pittsburgh, but I don't know if it'd be a good like character it's, fit. It's not a good character fit. I don't think – I mean, come on. Character's not a question. We, we have been Roethlisberger for years. Yeah, but this is a new era. Do you era. want this that? This is a new era of Pittsburgh. Do you want to bring that back? 
if it means going to a ship, yeah. But in the same All token, right. I, I mean, I'm a realist here. I don't know if Pittsburgh has the supporting cast to get him to a bowl. Yeah, Brian, For- Brian Flores now. I, I mean, great. Awesome. Like, and, and I'm excited about of, the future the of Pittsburgh. The spotlight that'd be on Pittsburgh during, during this, if they get Aaron Rodgers, would be just be overwhelming, especially with the fact that you have a assistant coach who's now, who is suing the NFL, rightfully so, by the way. Be suing the NFL, and then right. you bring in the biggest drama queen in, in the NFL right now since Antonio Brown. Oh, I'm, and also, I'm, not, also I'm really the, not also, lobbying. I'm not. Also like, the yeah. greatest, greatest active quarterback in the NFL right now. Oh, Lamar Jackson. Who's that? Are, about Aaron Rodgers. Are you saying Aaron Rodgers better than Patrick Mahomes? At right, right at this point, yes. Mm. That's a back-to-back MVPs, bro. Okay, okay. You, you, you know what? You, you, ma- you make an argument, but uh, I, I he's, think, the, he's the the reigning MVP of the past two seasons. I think if I'm Rodgers, I want to stay in the NFC, though. I would too. Yes. NFC shallow. Yeah. The route's clear. More than likely going to be be the best quarterback in your conference. Not just that. Gonna have the easiest road to the to the championship. It's not that I'm saying take the easy way out, but set yourself up for success. He's too dang old to go and try to be beat Patrick Mahomes, beat, beat Patrick uh, Mahomes, beat Josh Lamar Jackson, Allen. Josh Allen. Yeah, exactly. Go somewhere where you can take your talents to take a team to the next level. Well, we're gonna go to our final break. When we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit more about the NFL, some Kirk Cousins, and then try to move on to the USFL before we gotta end the show in 15 minutes. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the final block here on We Going at 1.1 FM. If you're interested in joining the National Guard, go check out that website. Great PSA. Great PSA. <laughs> Very timely PSA. Thank of you. Of course. You think you're a first-round draft pick, Jake? Oh, I am the first-round draft number pick. Number one overall? Number one overall. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna With my luck, I am the number one overall draft pick. Just going to say that. <laughs> I'm not going to say that's good or bad luck. <laughs> it's, exactly. it's luck. It's luck. Not the luck I want, but it's the luck I got. Speaking of bad luck, being a Carolina Panthers fan, uh, we were just in talks with the Minnesota Vikings about acquiring a trade for Kirk Cousins. Nothing fell through. Thank the Lord. But why are we even thinking about getting Kirk Cousins? Exactly. You have Sam Darnold. Duh. <laughs> Don't. Go get Teddy Bridgewater back. Run it back. Oh, I, I would surprised. be down for that. Teddy Bridgewater is a high-quality quarterback in the NFL. He'll he's do what a, he need. He's he, a mid quarterback in the NFL. He's gonna get you to where you need to be, and that's it. Don't expect anything crazy out of him. I don't want five wins again for the third season in a row. It's gonna happen either way. <laughs> I, I honestly, if one of us started for the Panthers next year, you'd probably still win four games. Like it's more than likely, just, it's system. I'm winning six. I'm making a point. <laughs> 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 I did it in Madden, bro. We're good. Exactly. If I can do it. At, <laughs> If I can take the Panthers to the Super Bowl in Madden, I can win six games in real life. Dude, my Madden character got drafted to the <laughs> to the Raiders, and I'm a, obviously you have to be a quarterback in the yeah. new Madden or whatever. I was like, oh, so I'm just starting over Derek Carr now. Okay, that makes sense. Madden's so dumb. It's so stupid. Like, why would the Raiders take a quarterback? Like, I literally was like. a glitch in Madden 20 where you would always get drafted by one of, like, three teams. It was, like, the Dolphins, the Bears, or I and I think the Raiders were one of those. Yeah, maybe that was the game I was playing. Maybe it was twenty. I think it's twenty one. I know. Ma- I know. Madden, Madden twenty one. I got drafted by the Chargers. Who was on the cover of? Uh, who was? Uh, which year was Lamar on the cover? Uh, twenty one. Twenty one. That's the one I have right now because uh, I didn't. So buy they were anymore. just both broken. No, I think the twenty one was based on where you graded on the um, in the combine, and I sim the combine. Hmm. I so just didn't game's, care. Game still broken. <laughs> I only cared about. There's been a good man playing as like college 2019. team. Twenty nineteen. 
Mad 9 to far the left, like, decent one. So, anyways. Yeah, I digress. Uh, another big headline for the NFL is J.C. Jackson could possibly walk from the Patriots. He is one of the top corners in the league. So, I'd throw that out there before I list my – another list. Coaches who are going to be fired and after the NFL season next year. I don't know what you're looking at. Nothing. Don't worry about it. Bet. Okay. Uh, I'll I have, show you after the show. Gotcha. I got four coaches listed that I think could be fired after this upcoming NFL season. One of being the Carolina Panthers coach, Matt Rule. Be a quick hook. Uh, Should Dallas, have been fired already. Yeah, Dallas Cowboys coach Mike McCarthy. Should have been fired already. Yep. It's Cliff Kingsbury, I feel like, could be Should on the list. Should have been fired already. And finally, my, maybe a hot take, maybe not, though, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll's in the hot seat. Um, he won't get fired. I don't there. think he'll get fired. He'll retire. It'll be like a mutual parting where it's yeah. like, you know he got fired, but he also like Ed Orgeron type beat. Yeah. That'll help save face. He'll ride off into the sunset. Of course. And that is all for my NFL news. No, you're all good. I, I, Nothing's happened. I, yeah. I mean, that. I mean, it is in the middle of nothing right now in terms of football. Yeah, I see something happen. I mean. Big signing. Something. I mean, we're, we're getting, we're getting, clo- we're inching closer and closer. By the time May rolls around, we'll have mini camp starting. Yeah, why are they so happy that the com the combine is in a week? <laughs> All right, fair enough. I'm ecstatic. Oh, I thought you said why am I why am I not happy? I was like, I just the combine is the combine, man. Like amazing. It's fun. It's fun to watch. Gotta, it is gotta, really gotta, fun to hear people overreact to be like, oh yeah, this guy's got small hands. Hey, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow had small hands. Joe Burrow has small. What's well, the watch quarterbacks like? We're in the we're watching more in the forty. Did y'all see that old video of uh, Josh Allen running the forty? So funny. Why does he run like that? I don't know. He, he doesn't run like that now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what changed. Well, I think people run the same way they do in the forty yard dash they do on the field. He doesn't. He's clearly never ran. A, he he never ran track in high school. There's of no course. I don't think he, he ran outside of it. holding a football in his hand. So I think he was just very off. Out of high school either. So I mean. Yeah. <laughs> but up. This coming April, though, we do have another football league starting up. The USFL. USFL, who are, I believe they're in their third round of, or the, yeah, the third day of their draft right now. It's like 52 rounds, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're drafting every the entire single position. position yeah. I like that they're going by position group. I, I think that's like a that. very interesting like way to go about that. And they have they had two quarterback rounds on the first day. Yeah, That, that makes sense. You want people's attention on day one of the draft. Yeah. But I ran through the first two rounds. I know all of 13 people that were taken. Nice. Yeah. Most of them, uh, there's a lot of, there's two Memphis guys got taken in the same round, two Memphis quarterbacks. Cool. Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch, Lynch, Brady White. I didn't even know that Paxton Lynch got drafted, and that's just the only thing that came out. He actually got drafted, yeah. I saw that, and I laughed. Is he going to ride the bench in the USFL? Yes. Maybe. Michigan Panthers. I think that's Jeff Fisher's team. That's so beautiful. (laughs) But Shea Patterson is also in the Michigan Panthers, former Ole Miss quarterback, and then he kind of fell off the quarterback. Order. Michigan quarterback. No, no, he played like ter- he played terrible. I refuse to admit him as a Michigan quarterback. Michigan quarterback. No, still a Michigan quarterback. I haven't. I haven't quotes. Career died at Michigan. Okay. Okay. I got. I got a question about the USFL. Um, do the Birmingham Stallions? Do they have like a hashtag yet? I think so. I think it should be like giddy up. I you think it is. I think it. it is that. Is it giddy up? Probably find it. I'm, about, I'm looking it up. Just go to their Twitter. I am pulling up to a game in a cowboy hat. They have yes. tweeted at least multiple times, like just giddy up. And I like the, the meme they posted the other day of a horse just sitting like yes, like a dog would. <laughs> and I was like, this is my team. 
I'm gonna enjoy the entire one season that they have. Yeah. Okay. I think it is. A, I think it is giddy up their hashtag, but they've also done hashtag full seat ahead. No. Um, giddy up. But but, but giddy up does have like the little emoji with it, so I think that's what it is. Okay. Good. I was like, another player that got drafted by the Birmingham Stallions is Scooby Wright. Yeah. Like, dude, I feel so bad for that guy. Yeah. 2014, this guy won the Nagurski, the Lombardi, and the Bednarik. Yeah. Now he's in the USFL. It happens. It sucks. But I will say uh, Auburn has had one. Well, we have had two, three players that we can guys. officially have our name John on. John Franklin the third. We have five that have played at Auburn. John Franklin the third. Salcanella. Mark Markwell Harrell. Markwell Harrell, and then the two guys that transferred out: Calvin Ashley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Trey Threat. Yep. So, Auburn's UFFLU. Sure. That's <laughs> what it sounds like. I mean, and Ole Miss, because Jordan Tamu got drafted, right? Yeah, yeah Jordan Tamu got drafted. At- you like the, who's, the, who's the number one quarterback off the board? Shea. And then after him was Tommy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like directly so after. funny. Him. Ole Miss, Ole Miss. Well, in the, like, the next quarterback round, Brady Wright and Paxton Lynch went like, back-to-back, too. Yeah, that's Memphis awesome. Guys. So, <laughs> yeah. JF3 got drafted as a receiver, by the way. Uh, well, of course. I don't want him throwing the ball. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sal Canella got picked against some of our dismays, mainly me. I don't care. Good for him. He deserves it. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> uh, Missouri had a guy off the board, Jamon Moore. Mm. Don't know if y'all even know who that is. Recognize the name. Yeah. Uh, Cannot Arkan- guess the player. I'm going to go with the skill position, though. Uh, Javon Moore. Yeah, wide receiver. So skill position. Yeah. Yeah, he was. Uh, he was actually one of Drew Locke's favorite targets back in the day. Oh, cool. Yeah, in his career and then NFL just never. Now, is, out. now Drew Locke's favorite target is the bench and snapping masks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, it looks like the Tempe Bandits. I think got the majority of the players that I know because they got Tayamu, Brady White. You know, it's funny. The two quarterbacks that play together, T- Shea Patterson and Tayamu, Michigan Panthers, Tampa Bay, Bu- Tampa Bay Bandits. Then you have Brady White, Bandits, Paxton Lynch, Panthers. Interesting. So I, I at least know the quarterback room for two teams. Hmm. There you go. You the more see. you know. Yeah. Yeah. The USFL will be starting up April 6th. Yep. So 6th? 16th? 16th. Is it 16th? I don't know. It's Six in April. or 16th. It's Beginning of April or mid-April? Six or 16, one of those two. Yeah, whichever, whichever one's a Saturday. There's a six in there somewhere. But make sure to keep an eye on it. It will be on Fox, I believe. Not a call to action. Giddy up. Make sure it's not a call to action. It will be starting up on Fox. Uh, but the third round is going on right now. And with all that being said, that's all I have for today. <laughs> Epic. <laughs> Sweet. Some might say uh, Poggers. <laughs> Well, thank you both for again being on my show. And I will see You're all you welcome. guys. Okay. <laughs> and I will see all you guys <laughs> next week. Thanks for listening. If you missed any part of the show, make sure to catch the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. I'll be back next Wednesday at noon on Weagle 91.1 FM. You can follow the station's Twitter and Instagram at Weagle underscore AU for events, announcements, and more. If you can't make it to a radio, you can listen to our live stream at WeagleFM.com. As for me, come back next Wednesday at noon for more Tank Talks football.